hit the record button. Now you can say that again if you want, since I hadn't hit the button when you said that fun line. Yeah, but why would I say it for the recording? Uh That, like, makes sense. That would, like, preserve it, and then I don't know what you would do with it. That's true. You can totally take me out of context. Mm. I'm surprised you don't do that more often, actually. No, I would never do things like that. Uh-huh. I have the fic. I have you. Scott, hopefully, is coming. Yes, but you have me, and that's pretty you. cool. And I haven't had you in a long time, so I'm very excited. It's exciting getting to actually talk with voices instead of talking with my words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, voices are good, except for, you know, those certain voices that you hear in your head. I had somebody say to me the other day, the voice Voices in my head don't like you. <laughs> I said, yeah, well, my voices don't like your voices either. <laughs> so I was reading a series, part of a larger universe, but series by Diane Dwan in her Young Wizard universe. But these were the feline wizards mm-hmm. books. And I was just cackling my head off last night and this morning. Ooh. Just because she was on it with this third one. I don't know this. Link me, would you? It's actual, like, books. It's a real-life book? Real-life book. I I don't know what to do with real-life books that you have to actually read. Do I have paper around here? I can use the back of my cool postcard. The man that... I can can type the the name of this. Yeah, type the name of it in for me. I'm very mad at myself. I I opened Ryan and Danielle's package and I couldn't get into it. So I used scissors and Mm -hmm. the man had included a really nice postcard and I ended up cutting the edge of the postcard. Oh, well. So Scott's here. He says that he joined us a while ago, but nope, he's gone. I see the green. You see the green. Yes. There you go. Let's see if I can get Scott again. Hmm. How does one do this? I know not. Is it? Mm-hmm. I have a guess, but I don't know if I can actually do it. You want me to try? Try. And the I worst told case you. is it. D- no, that won't work. We may have to like stop and, and start. And I don't start know. again. Try it. If we hang up, I'll call everybody back. I'm looking to see if it actually says he's online because early up there it does say he's online. And the thing I'm looking at says he's already on the call. Which Scott, are you here? Yeah. I joined in, but I apparently have the wrong headphones on, so I can't actually hear most of what you're saying. There we go. Okay. Scott, hi! Like, wait a minute. Hi! (laughs) Yeah, they were just sitting next to me on the desk, so I just had to, I could hear the little teeny voice coming out of them. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. I was wearing the ones that are attached to my phone because I was listening to the Nerdist Writers Panel on the way home. Mm. Uh, But those do not attach to the computer, so that was no help. That does seem to cause problems. I know, I was listening to the Raindrops on Roses fic I've been listening to, and I was like, I need to take off one headset and put on another. (laughs) I had to find my earbuds that had a mic on them, so. Mm. Yeah, that's usually useful. Yeah. Tends to be good. Yeah. How are you doing, Scott? Good. I'm doing a lot better this week than I was last week. Because uh, 
Tuesday night, I managed to pick myself up a cold, or I probably picked it up at some point sooner than that, but that's what I noticed. And Wednesday and Thursday, I was, you know, going through the box of Kleenex. And then Thursday, I didn't go to choir practice and stayed home and went to bed two hours early. And Friday was much better. And it sort of continued to dwindle as we went. I think I blew my nose maybe three times today as opposed to, you know, 27 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm that would be an improvement. <laughs> so jealous of someone that could have a cold and be done with it in three days. I don't I think like that's I've... ever happened to me before, but it's, it's just, that's how this one works, apparently. I feel like I've been sick since September. Mm. Oh, no. It's lucky that it did, though, because Friday and Saturday I was at the play still and supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, able to being the radio voice. guy and all of that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is good to be able to actually use your voice if you're supposed to be in a play. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could have made it work if I was... Uh, obviously sniffling at that point because it's, you know, February and there's a blizzard and all of that. But uh, but much better that you didn't have to. Indeed. Right. So Scarlett says that she's on a bit of a time crunch tonight because she's got a breakfast due tomorrow. So that's exciting. Well, so it's finals week here. Mm-hmm. So we are all kind of in this zombie-like state. Yes, I understand. And... So the calf takes mercy upon our souls and decides to sponsor late night breakfast on the oh. Monday of finals week. They'll play, oh, nice. they'll play some decent music. There'll be some candy. There'll be a lot of breakfast food. Mm-hmm. And Good it's, things. it's all in all rather fun. Mm-hmm. So, and it gets me out of the apartment. That's good. Good. Yeah. So unless, yeah, anybody has anything burning, we'll give this a start so we can get done so she can do what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. Trisha is out because it's Ulrich's first night of wrestling, I believe, is what my message this morning said. Oh, well, well. Mm-hmm. And do we have a link to the actual story? Or? Mm-hmm. I can give it to you. So I'm sure I could find it, but it might be faster to do it that way. Yeah, I just have to change. Come on. There we go. There you go. All right. Oh, I see I missed some shoes on them. While I was not here, too. Yes, they're Doctor Who princess shoes. Probably, uh, probably not something you'd want to wear. Not so much, really. Uh. Book of Night with Moon is fun, though. Mm-hmm. You, you've read that? Mm-hmm. I've read pretty much all of for that whole series. Uh, the Young Wizards and the Cat spinoff. Mm-hmm. I just finally finished the Cat spinoff. I checked out To Visit the Queen, or whatever it's called, the second one, from the mm-hmm. library back home. And then I just finished reading The Big Meow on the website. Yeah, that one I don't remember as well. I'm not sure whether I ever actually finished it or if I was coming to it while it was still being posted up. But I'll have to go back and check sometime. I was ca- I was telling Sue that I was reading it and I was cackling my head off because, <laughs> the, because the author was just in really fine form on some of these lines. Mm-hmm. So there is that, Sue. The last one's available online. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's What's fun. That? She has a Tumblr and various other things. She's uh, yes. going through a 30 days of OTP at the moment. Or, well, well, it started sometime last year. On. And then, yeah, it's still every now and then one will pop up. It's not 30 days in a row anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she posts fractals online and all sorts of things. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's Anyhow. We may as well start tonight's podcast. I suppose we should. Fancy that. Scarlett, would you like to start it since you're our newbie? No, I 
would not like to start it because I don't know what I'm going to say. All right. Well, I won't make you. I just thought I'd try. Scott, you want to do it? Sure. Previously on Potterfic Weekly. Nerdy, awesome, fun. Nerdy, awesome, fun. That's us, man. There's something going on. I'm not Microsoft. <laughs> I wasn't snoring, was I? How about Sherbert Levin? If I start snoring, let me know. French Never mind. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Oh, we're just having adventures. Yep. We're adventures. Adventures are good. Good girl. Now chop those trousers. Strip. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, we're evil. <laughs> I snorted so much yesterday, it was unreal. <laughs> same Snape time, same Snape channel. It's all Snape time, Patricia. I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Holy oh, nice. shit! It's so floppy! Yes, Scott. They're there, there to talk here, about please. the sector. They're going to worry about homework Aww. later. Puke. <laughs> I swear, yeah. I read them for the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and snork eggs. Awkward. I'm so good to have nightmares. <laughs> Always laugh before the end. Harder think weekly where the story never ends. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, everybody. I'm Scott. I'm Sue. And I'm Scarlett. This is the flagship podcast in the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts, and today we are covering Just a Random Tuesday by Twisted Biscuit, which is a very long Tuesday in the life of Minerva McGonagall, and promises to be quite fun. (laughs) And today we're doing the first chapter because, as with the summary, the chapters themselves are very long. So this is morning, and we start May 19th, 1986. 6.31 6.31 a.m., which is very early. <laughs> very disgusting time to have to get up. It's a especially, terrible time. Especially because, as it says, she'd been up until 2 a.m. the previous night. <sighs> yeah. But what I love about this is that this cheerful voice calls out, Rise and shine, Minerva! And it's a portrait, but it, it reminds me of an alarm clock. Yeah. And I just saw this great alarm clock on Facebook that has wheels on it. And so you set it, and it goes off, and then it rolls around the room, and you have to actually get out of bed and chase it down to turn it off. That sounds like a terrible idea. I think that's great, well, because it makes you actually get out of bed. As I said, that sounds like a terrible (laughs) idea. Ask the college kid over here. (laughs) I thought that would be perfect. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, she's been up very late, and she's getting up very early. Well, he's trying to get her up. Mm -hmm. She's just like... uh, the college student over there, and she's rolled over and tucked her head back underneath her pillow and is trying to ignore him. But he's just going, wakey, wakey, many dear. Yeah, since this is Driscoll, a portrait. Who is very, very cheerful all the time. And she's thinking, I should have got a new portrait when I became Transfiguration Professor. <laughs> 
thought that was kind of interesting. Never thought she would have started off as a different professor. Arithmancy, was it? I don't know if it says right here. It might later. Uh, surely the needs of an arithmancy professor and a transfiguration professor were different enough to warrant a different portrait, weren't oh, there they? You go. Oh, there you go. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, I hadn't spotted that before, but yes. Yes, but he's being very cheerful. Come on, Minnie, there's a bright new day ahead. <laughs> She's like, <"Rah." laughs> And then he says, well, all right, if you want to be late for Professor Albert's meeting. And she's on her feet and dressed in three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Magic's good for some things. <laughs> oh, magic would be good for all sorts of things. Just think, mm-hmm. Scarlet, you could sleep until three minutes before class time and be dressed and showered and in your seat. With mm-hmm. magic, it'd be great. This is why we need apparition or teleportation mm-hmm. or something. You know, <laughs> you're taunting me. I'm you sorry. are taunting me, Sue. I should not taunt you. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> I have this said that before, though. We really do need teleportation. I agree. <laughs> yes. A lot. And I could go to a lot more cons and things. Yes, I could actually visit people. That'd be mm-hmm. fantastic. Yep. Oh, I wow. like this line though. It says Minerva was not above admitting that she would be willing to walk over hot coals each and every morning simply to deny Dolores Umbridge the satisfaction of one more obnoxious, sanctimonious little smile. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of us would do that. Mm-hmm. So I just she- really, I really like how there's a lot of lines like that within this chapter, mm-hmm. within this whole story, actually. But I haven't reread all of it yet. Right. So she takes off her hairnet, which she apparently wears to bed, and then um, she has um, a standard spell that she uses to arrange her hair into the bun. Right. So it just does that on its own, sort of. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she gets her basic black robes and changes into them. So she really isn't dressed in three seconds, even though it does say that, because she's getting dressed now. She's got her dressing gown on. Mm, That makes sense. She's up and out of the bed. In front of her dressing table within five seconds, complete right. with glasses. And mm. in, it's only been ten minutes, and she's already dressed, got her hair done, and all of that stuff. So she's she's moving pretty quick. Mm-hmm. She's not happy it's still 20 minutes to seven, but, you know. Mm-hmm. And she knows she has a long day ahead, not just because it's a staff meeting in seven, but because she has to ask Severus Snape for a favor. Ooh, she has to shudder about that one. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> yes. So by 6.53, she's in the staff room, seven minutes to spare, and she has a chat. She's hoping to get her tea, mm-hmm. but um, Severus is waiting. Yeah. I I love seeing the professors in this in, during Order of the Phoenix. I love stories like this, because... Mm-hmm. I mean, we know from the book that they had absolutely no respect for her whatsoever by getting to see this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So does anyone know what this ridiculous little conference is in reference to? She asked cynically. Or does our new Fuhrer just enjoy making us jump through early morning hoops on demand? <laughs> yes. And she's there to address the rampant illness in the school and the lack of control the professors have. And Professor Sinistra is going, rampant illness? Really? Nobody's missed my classes. So they're in the middle of the night. But it's because they don't have to deal with umbrage in the middle of the night. Right. And they've all been coming down with umbrageitis. <laughs> umbrageitis is such a good, good thing. I know. I love Sin- Sinistra. She's like, no one's even sneezed in the last six months. <laughs> and... Because she's up in the astronomy tower, and so she misses misses everything, mm-hmm. including Gilderoy Lockhart. But it was a bit late to be bitter about that small fact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yes. And Even Lockhart isn't likely to get up at the, at midnight just to go and uh, pretend to know more about the stars. It wouldn't do anything for his complexion. Of course. No. He needs his beauty sleep. And, you know, he's got to get his curlers in sometime, so. <laughs> yes. Who's cut the plastic bag? That would be me, sorry. <laughs> I will get rid of it. Are you eating popcorn? Not at the moment, actually. I had, um, I had finished my hot dog that I made, which was actually a, um, beef and onion sausage from the butchers that I went to the other day. And, uh, now I have a carrot, but the carrot comes in bags, so. Uh, uh, yes. Crunchy bags. My carrots come in, in less crunchy bags. <laughs> <laughs> So they, uh, they're talking about how there's been this, you know, new illness prevalent among the students since the Weasley twins left. And yes, they're calling it umbrageitis. And Pomona says that she walked by the dark arts classroom the other day and there were only two students left in the entire class. <laughs> Poor umbrage. <laughs> Poor umbrage. Poor umbrage that, that she doesn't have more people there to torment her. Mm hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and Sinistra is like, Oh, they didn't. That's classic. Umbridge Itis? I really do love our students sometimes. Mm-hmm. And Minerva says, basically, I was forced to get up at 6.30 after a grand total of four hours sleep just because that spiteful little toad can't do her job. And Snape says, no, because uh, she can't do her job and she also assumes we can't do ours. <laughs> and Snape's the only one who can stand to drink coffee first thing in the morning. Right. Taking well, it black. No yeah, sugar. They're in. Freak. He's <laughs> a freak. I'll agree with that. <laughs> and, you know, Vector's mad. She really says, we don't have control? You know, is she mad? And, yeah. Yes. Well. well, we knew that. Yep. And they want. then they want to know why has she been up till 2 a.m. And she has to explain about the Ravenclaw who tried to turn himself into an eagle. And uh, Poppy and Minerva were in the hospital wing for seven hours. Yes. And giving my house a bad name. Poor Phileas is like, I'm sorry, I wouldn't have believed someone in my house could be so, so moronic. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then they're wondering where Poppy is, because she's usually very punctual, too. And it's seven o'clock. She should be here. Mm -hmm. and, and where's Umbridge? If she's not here soon, we might just leave. Mm -hmm. But no, then she's coming down the hall. I just love the things they call her. The great ministry puppet and... That pathetic little bureaucrat. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm not putting up with one of her winged monkeys being made the arithmetic professor because Vector wants to hit Umbridge with a tripping jinx. Right. And yeah, mm -hmm. Minerva's like, no, no, I don't want then to deal with sacked. anybody else. Yeah. And I'd be forced to resort to the unforgivables. And that's not something I'm prepared to risk. <laughs> Vector's like, only if she caught me. <laughs> mm -hmm. So... I wonder if she was a Slytherin. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. think we know as far mm -mm. as Vector and Sinistra go. Mm -mm. And then it is 7.01 a.m. and the staff is in the ninth circle of hell. <laughs> yes, they are. A.K.A. And the staff room while Umbridge is running a meeting. <laughs> and Poppy is not happy at all. Mm-hmm. But then again, she's getting be? the brunt of it because, you know, the, there's this illness running through the school. Surely you should be able to stop it. And, and well, I can always fix it once they come to the hospital wing. But yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. And she's Umbridge is like, what do you mean there's nothing wrong with them? I think there's another review in order. I guess I should do it in Umbridge voice. But yeah, I think there's another review in order. Madam Puffley, you're clearly slipping. 
Mm-hmm. And Poppy's like, I'm not chasing these kids down anymore. If they're sick, they can come to me. But clearly, no one is really sick. And Minerva's just shocked because it's been a while since Poppy's insulted anyone. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Minerva hadn't heard that cool, that tone of cool contempt for her in at least 10 years. Not since she'd learned how to put up with Snape. It was rather startling. <laughs> yeah. And Umbridge says, well, if you're not going to offer any help, you shouldn't. You're obviously not supposed to be here. You should return to the hospital wing. And she's like, thank you. I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) (laughs) And Umbridge is like, uh, I didn't mean it. (laughs) And yeah. And everybody looks murderous. And Snape seems to be very proprietary about infuriating Poppy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that she goes in and everybody's sitting in the seats and she's like, look around waiting for someone to give up their seat. And they're like, no. And it's like, target Sinister and Vector as the youngest, healthiest, and least frightening individuals in the room. (laughs) But even they won't do it, so she has to conjure her own. And of course, it's a hideous pink thing. Yeah. (laughs) Severus was looking at it as if it were the the single most disagreeable thing he'd ever laid eyes on. Which, when you led a life like Snape's, was quite a claim, really. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's just, now I have called... You all here this morning to deal with a very serious issue that has been plaguing our school. <gasps> Students are running riot. They're not attending their classes. They're being blatantly disrespectful. And frankly, I think enough is enough. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She's trying to sound commanding, and she actually sounds desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Philia says, oh, I quite agree. We can't have this sort of behavior from students. But you see, the problem is, we don't have this problem with students. <laughs> and Umbridge is like, what do you mean? And Vector says, I haven't had a single student miss a class since November. And I haven't been forced to deduct points or give out detentions for any reason. And Umbridge is like, wow, that's arithmetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I did think this is really a weird way to do the sentence. Yes, well, you take arithmetic instead of you teach arithmetic. Yeah, you know, the students would take it, so mm-hmm. that kind of threw me for a minute. I'm like, what, what, huh? And then I was like, okay, I understand, but it did kind of toss me out because I was like, I don't get this. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's a British phrasing thing. It could but very I'm not well sure. be. There's no uh, sign specifically whether um, Twisted Biscuit is from the states or the UK or somewhere mm-hmm. completely different. So right. But on a side note, that is just an awesome pen name. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is a good pin name. But apparently she is a woman, so we know that much. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but back to the arith- back to arithmancy. Mm-hmm. And then Vector is okay. What do you mean by that? And Umbridge is oblivious. Right. Well, you you know, arithmancy's arith I can't type arithmancy. Students are bookish, you know. They want to be in your class, so they show up. <laughs> Oh, you mean like Miss Granger? <laughs> the less said about that girl, the better. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Minerva's wondering whether she'd be able to legally kill Umbridge soon. Well, if we take a vote from the student body, I think she'd get the. I think she'd get the votes to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, she'd get uh, the votes from the staff room. <laughs> That's true too. Yes, apparently. Umbridge is having problems with Hermione because she's a complete know-it-all and keeps questioning the textbook. And Severus wants to know, which one are you using? Mm-hmm. And she tells him, uh, Wil- Wilbert Slinkard, and he just rolls his eyes yes. and says, I see. 
Minerva knows that that book is pretty pathetic. And she tries to get them back on track and maybe out the door in reasonable time. Mm -hmm. But Dolores Umbridge is a control freak. But I love this because Minerva clears her throat. She did it properly and not a hem to be heard. And the entire room looks at her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But apparently, rather than ending the meeting... Dolores decides to repeat every word of every educational decree that had come out over the previous eight months. <laughs> mm-hmm. And several of them have to restrain themselves from cursing her. The reformed Death Eater, the old dueling champion. And then once you had the herbology professor just itching to let off a good curse or two, you know there is something very, very wrong happening. Yes. Yep. So they finally get out of the meeting at 7.44. Mm. Which poor Minerva's not happy about, because now instead of going and enjoying her very nice breakfast, well, first of all, Vector charms the floor so that it's a skating rink, <laughs> the one that Umbridge <laughs> is going to have to walk down. <laughs> and the kids, and it's a tricky spell, so Minerva's pretty impressed because Vector's always had trouble with charms, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And But Minerva has to go to her office and pick up her grading because the meeting took so long that now she has to grade during breakfast. Yeah, yeah, she's not very happy about this. And now it's 8.05 and we're in the Great Hall and apparently London is hotter than Barcelona. It's pretty warm, I suppose. And there's a hosepipe ban in England and Hogwarts is shrouded in springtime gloom with rain and dreary, dreary skies. That sounds mm-hmm. like what it's been like here. Mm-hmm. Not today. Today it finally became sunny, but we've been kind of walking in fog for the past couple of days. Mm, huh. That's no fun. It gets really kind of depressing after day two. Mm-hmm. You should come live in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> no. So poor Minerva's having a wonderfully uninteresting breakfast of porridge with salt. Mm-hmm. Hermione's got 117% on her last essay. Mm-hmm. And Lavender Brown, on the other hand, is trying to use uh, hair curling charms as an example of self-transfiguration. Yeah. <laughs> just sort of going, surely it has charms in the name. You think you'd realize that's a charm? <laughs> but, Never. Oh, well. And Snape's looking over his shoulder and, and he's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Sinistro looks up, and Dolores Umbridge is on her feet and gesturing at the Gryffindor table. Mm-hmm. And Hermione pulls her best Umbridge and completely ignores her, because Umbridge ignores Hermione whenever Hermione raises her hand. So Hermione's just eating her <laughs> breakfast, doesn't see a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like this bit. Oh my, Sinistro Reed, do you suppose his eyes are supposed to be bulging out like that? She asked in amusement. Snape smirked. Minerva had to agree that Ron Weasley was looking rather infuriated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she was just waiting to see what was going to so happen. So she puts down her quill and looks over to get a better view. <laughs> and, and she's not going to take any action. She's going to wait until something happens. And Sinister yeah, haven't done asks, anything yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Sinister asks, you're going to point and laugh, aren't you? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous, dear. It's rude to point. Yeah, she'll just laugh. (laughs) She'll just laugh. Yep. So, Umbridge is continuing to gesture to Hermione, and Ron just kind of moves his chair in such a way that he blocks Hermione from view. He doesn't even look at Dolores, he just does it. Mm -hmm. Go, Ron. I know. He's like, whoa, 
good job, Rod. And she, Dolores finally realizes that there's, you know, it's not, she's not going to get their attention by waving. So she. Which is <laughs> sad be- because Minerva so relishes watching Umbridge make a fool of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she gets to the, gets to her feet and does a quiet, <clears throat> Miss Granger, if you could come here a moment. So Hermione comes up looking not too happy, and so does Ron. She says, uh, Mr. Weasley, I hadn't asked for you. No, you didn't. And you're still here? Well, so I am. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, she just, you know, she just kind of looks at him, and and, uh, Minerva has to admire his gall to stand there and talk to the headmistress like that. And she says that if Fred and George had still been there, they would have been very proud. She says, uh, uh, Dolores says, Miss Granger, I want to discuss with you your most recent paper. I could have sworn I told you how I felt about your, uh, unusual take on the counter jinxes. And Hermione mm-hmm. says, you did. And Umbridge is like, well, do you want to explain this essay? And Hermione says, well, I disagree with you. <laughs> I would have thought that was obvious. <laughs> yeah. Umbridge is like, you disagreed? Yes. Mm-hmm. You are working under... Slinghart's theory that counter jinxes are merely jinxes that have been renamed. But I've actually referenced 14 separate ministry-approved texts that agree with my take on the matter. The way she used the phrase ministry-approved was akin to the way most might say, sent courtesy of Satan himself to bring about the destruction of mankind, or endorsed by Jerry Springer. (laughs) It suggests distaste, bordering on outright nausea at the very thought. Yes. (laughs) So and Dolores, Dolores wants her, asks to... her to rewrite the essay, and she says no. <laughs> no? You can see the little toad swell up. No? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ron has just had a little bit too much. His, um, Umbridge starts going on about disrespect, and he says, What disrespect? You told us to do the homework. She did the homework. She did it the way you wanted to. And then if you didn't want her to do it, you shouldn't have told her to do it. And then Hermione, rightfully, kicks him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As I was saying, continued Umbridge in a brittle voice, flaunting your teacher's superior knowledge of defense against the dark arts. Hermione's eyes flash dangerously at that. Will not be tolerated from now on. I am a ministry-trained official, and as such, I know better than you what is not beneficial for your education. And Hermione's Mm -hmm. just totally level-toned. And she says, I see. And do you also know better than 14 directly quoted sources? Or does the ministry now know better than the dark arts forces a guide to self-protection, confronting the faceless, the dark arts outsmarting, jinxes for the jinx? And she just keeps going on and on and on. Because really, we should be told whose opinions we are and are not allowed to consider in the future. Mm-hmm. And Ron is just grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Umbridge is trying her very best. I realize that with your fractured and disjointed education, confusion is to be expected. (laughs) Right. And you like the teachers that threatened my best friend's life. So I'm going to have to disagree with you about this. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody flinches at Hermione's use of the V word. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Is there a problem, Professor? She asks sweetly. You see, I thought that the only reason most people were afraid to use Voldemort's name, she had enunciated the word deliberately, was out of fear he would come back. 
She smiled at Dolores. But both you and the Ministry have made it perfectly clear that you don't believe that could possibly happen. So what are you afraid of? <laughs> well, I, I never, I mean. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I disagree with you, Headmistress. Both on your assessment of my education and on your opinion of counter drink jinxes. You can fail me if you wish. And she walks away. But I'm not changing a word of it. Mm-hmm. Go, Hermione! Yay! Woo! <laughs> and Minerva feels the same thing. She feels a rush of pride for a young student. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. And Umbridge says to Ron, Well, you tell Miss Granger, so long as I'm teaching defense against the dark arts, she won't have another piece of homework pass. And he says... Sure, I'm sure that's going to be a big problem what with her getting O's in every other subject. <laughs> <laughs> and then Minerva just gets to rub it in. Isn't it lovely to start the day on a high note? Smugness <coughs> saddled over her as she saw a vein in Umbridge's forehead looking fit to burst. Yeah, mm. but I also love that she marked Neville's homework a little higher. She marked him up a grade just because he clearly put in the effort. <laughs> <laughs> So now it's 8.51, and she's in the first fourth floor corridor, and she's headed for her classroom, but she hears crash! Bang! And she turns towards the source of the disruption, and it's the Defense Against the Dark Arts class. And there's a bunch of kids in there just staring, Hufflepuffs, just kind of watching, but not helping. And Peeves is throwing tables and chairs and anything else he can at the wall above the teacher's desk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a terrible-looking chair on the terrible-looking cushion on the chair, apparently, mm-hmm. which is supposed to make her look taller. Yes, idiot woman. And so she wants to know what Peeves is doing. He's trying to burst the drain pipe that's coming out of the plaster wall that would then drench Umbridge's <laughs> desk and flood the room. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, you're not going to break that pipe just by throwing things at it, but... I can break it easily, and I will, so long as you get rid of that cushion. <laughs> and make <laughs> that it inventive. abomination. Yep. <laughs> and I love peace. Yes, Mrs. Teacher, yes, Miss. <laughs> <laughs> so then she walks yeah. into her classroom at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. and Draco Malfoy is once again being a klepto, reducing mm-hmm. Daphne Greengrass to tears, having taken her gemstone hair slide. And then Minerva's like, why, Mr. Malfoy? She commented sardonically as she swung the door closed behind her. If you wanted a hair clip so badly, you could have just told me. <laughs> and then he has flowing blonde hair down to his waist. And, yeah. and his own hair slide placed above his right ear. And, mis- and everyone howls with laughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she just ignores them until she's gone and got everything set up on her desk. And then she says, that will do. And they stop. And they stop, yeah. And she has Miss Greengrass and Mr. Knott come up and get some stuff. So Daphne uh, returns the homework and Mr. Knott passes out glasses because they're going to transfigure the glasses into some animal, but I don't remember what. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Mr. Malfoy is supposed to come forward as well. And um, I think she just... Oh. Well, he's whining about, about getting girly hair and it's like, the headmistress will hear about this. Okay, mm-hmm. fantastic. I don't have to reverse it. Yeah. Or would you she rather do I do it now? Yeah. Yeah, that's a conundrum for him. It's like, can I go tattle on her? But if I go tattle on her, I have to wear this hair for longer? Or do I just apologize and have her fix it now and then I can't tattle on her? Ooh, which one am I going to do? Which one am I going to do? And she makes him say please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, he needs to say please on occasion. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she says, Mr. Malfoy, I understand that you think that new badge of yours puts you higher up on the food chain, as it were, than other students. And in many ways, you're absolutely right. But let me, let me make one thing perfectly clear. If you ever behave like that in my classroom again, there will be consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't just mean a new hairstyle. Are we clear? And you know he's thinking ferret, ferret. What could be worse than a ferret? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, they're transfiguring the glasses into mice. And then the mice into teacups. Yes, that was it. That's a, that's got to be a tough one because you have to, you know, get one to the next and then get it back into something different than it started out for. So I can see it as being a difficult transformation. Mm-hmm. And Pansy and Millicent are looking at a magazine underneath their table. Mm, shame. Bad shame. And yeah. Minerva threatens that if you don't stop that brainless twittering, twittering of yours and pay attention, I shall not only give you a week's detention, but I shall also demonstrate the transfiguration of living things into inanimate objects upon your person. Minnie's not having a good day. <laughs> no. I wouldn't mess and, with her. <laughs> and she takes the magazine till the end of class. Mm-hmm. Then the entire Which class is it? sits bolt upright and pays attention. <laughs> yeah, so at 9.46... Uh, Pansy comes up and wants to know if she can have her magazine back, please. <laughs> With Harry Potter on the cover. Of course. And Minerva says, if you're ever so foolish to start reading material of this sort in my classroom again, do not doubt what I will do to you. <laughs> it will be more impressive than the ferret transformation. Yes. You may go. We have a different voice. And this time it's Miss Greengrass. And she came to hand in the white teacup that she had made. And it was flawless. It even had a cheerful diamond pattern. And she says, excellent work. And she kind of has a soft spot for Daphne and for not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And she said she wants to know, why didn't you hand it in with everyone else? And Daphne apparently wasn't happy with the pattern. So she kept it to fix that a little longer. <laughs> and, then, and then she also wanted to thank Minerva for getting Malfoy to give back her hair slide because it came from her best friend. Yeah, who had moved away. Yeah. And and Daphne's also appreciative that Minerva tries to treat the Slytherins fairly, even though everyone else treats them like little Death Eaters in training. Mm-hmm. And it becomes obvious that Daphne has absolutely no love for Voldemort. Yeah, she even says his name. Yes, it takes her a little bit, but she does it. And uh, then she says, he's not my lord, and he never will be. So mm-hmm. she's not going to call him the Dark Lord, which is what most of the other Slytherins do. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're talking, and all of a sudden, Justin finch comes panting in. Umbridge wants to see you in the hospital ring. She says it's urgent. Okay, you can go now. And, and she then, keeps grading papers or grading teacups. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, don't worry, Miss Greengrass. I'll get to that urgent matter as soon as I possibly can. Once I've finished marking these and maybe look through some posts. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen minutes yeah. later, she shows up at the hospital wing. Professor McGonagall, I sent for you twenty minutes ago. Yes, like, I was unavoidably detained. <laughs> How may I help you, Dolores? Your students are ill, Minerva. These four, well, her, hasn't Angelina. Attended, yeah, hasn't attended a single one of my classes for more than five minutes in the past four months. And these two are hardly any better, indicating Alicia and Kenneth. And as for him, Lee, Lee Jordan, Jordan, 
who is unconscious on a bed, but Madame Pomfrey's nowhere around, and none of his friends look upset, so... Mm-hmm. Something's obviously up. And Minerva's mm-hmm. like, are you implying that my students' health and well-being is secondary to their participation in your class? No. He says no, but they can't all be sick. They can't just faint on cue. They must be faking it somehow. <laughs> Minerva's like, why don't you check? And then she threatens that Lee will have to become Professor Snape's personal cauldron scrubber, scrubber until the end of your days. And there's no if response. He was faking, if he was faking, there was no way he'd be able to fake through that. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They say he's unconscious. Giggling. And Angelina's snorting. And Dolores says, so there's nothing you can do? <laughs> no, but like, I will comfort my students about their friend's illness. Mm-hmm. So Dolores waddles away. Yeah. And the minute that the door closes, Kenneth starts to say something, and Minerva holds up her hand and waits a full minute until Dolores leaves so that she doesn't like turn around and come back in, and then she puts an imperturbable charm on the door so that and then she says, for God's sake, someone give him the other end of that fancy already. And they all look at her. <laughs> uh, you know about those? Well, of yes. Of course I do. Yes, I know about the entire range. Now hurry and up said, and revive him. Yes. And the and first thing Lee says is, uh-oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I love this. Let us oh, make I... one thing absolutely clear. I will not stand for this sort of childishness and idiocy for my students. I will not do it. I will not stand idly by and let this sort of asininity run rampant in Gryffindor so long as I am head of house. And she says, good. From now on, take it in turns to fall ill and have the decency <laughs> to stay in class long enough to drive the woman insane. <laughs> <laughs> they all look at her. What? I mean, honestly, the least you could do is to stand your ground for a few hours a week, ask her difficult questions, or ask her moronic questions, or insult her, or accidentally spill destructive potions out of your bag in her classroom, or turn up for class and sandwich board that says Umbridge is an idiot, Gryffindor is against toads, while ringing a bell. I mean, you could at least be inventive. Do you honestly think the twins would appreciate this utter lack of originality? And they're like, are you feeling okay? <laughs> I'm not the one who recently fainted, Mr. Jordan. Now get to the library. <laughs> Skyping snackbox or not, you need to use your time constructively. Mm-hmm. And I will not have you get anything less than it exceeds expectations on your notes. And yeah, don't so expect me to, to get you out of trouble study again. For it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it's 10.30 and it's time for our morning break <laughs> in the staff room. <laughs> <laughs> and Sybil Trelawney is sitting in Snape's lap loudly singing my favorite things uh-huh. from Sound mm-hmm. of Music. <laughs> and attempting to punctuate each line with a kiss on one of Snape's cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, get off me, you daft woman. Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes. We should let Scott do the Snape lines. Do the Snape lines, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> says, don't make me jinx you, you drunken loon. Snowflakes would stay on my nose and eyelashes. I can hurt you, you know. Silver white winters that melt into spring. Oh, the love, I'm a death eater, you know. I could curse you into a catatonic state without so much as blinking, you inebriated nutcase. These are few of my favorite things. <laughs> and meanwhile, Minerva is trying not to crack a rib. <laughs> <laughs> Jelani stops and looks around and sees Minerva and Severus pales. <laughs> How much of that did you see? 
Oh, enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sybil jumps up and gives her a ginger newt. <laughs> Why, thank you, Sybil. <laughs> and she sends her Patronus, a Scottish wild cat, naturally, to the hospital wing to let Poppy know that they need a anti, or I guess a sober up potion would be an, the easier way to say that mm-hmm. instead of an anti-alcoholic potion. <laughs> Which ends up sending Trelawney into a deep sleep. But that's after Minerva says, oh, would you be a dear? Pass me that bottle. And oh, would you like to try some? Oh, goody! <laughs> yeah. I and, want to make sure it tastes all right. Okay. <laughs> and she begins glugging it down. Mm-hmm. And then passes out. Pink. Drooling and snoring. <laughs> Shouldn't we do something about that? Absolutely, yeah. Severus agreed, dragging a hand down his face. Part of a warning sign, warning sign for the next poor bastard to <laughs> run like hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Minerva is absolutely thrilled with this because she had come in to ask him a favor, and now she doesn't have to ask <laughs> him the flavor. Material. She can blackmail him. <laughs> yeah. One like, thing: this was the most entertaining example of drunken behavior known to man. <laughs> Secondly, you were screaming, "I'm a Death Eater!" You know, at the top of your lungs. <laughs> Oh, good lord, I didn't, did I? You did! (laughs) I'm sure Professor Sinestra would be certainly interested to hear of this. Right, because Snape and Sinestra apparently have a thing going, and she (laughs) will not be happy to hear that he's stepping out on her. (laughs) Gulp. You wouldn't. Oh, I would! (laughs) However, I have several little problems, all of which you can help me with, funnily enough. And he's like, I don't believe this. You're blackmailing me. Blackmail. It's such an ugly word. I prefer to think of it as extortion. So, (laughs) do we have a deal? (laughs) And he wants to know why she isn't a Slytherin. And she shrugs and says, "Ah, my mother was a muggle. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I need two things. First, I need an alibi. I'm going to go to London tonight, and I don't want the headmistress knowing about it. And he's like, oh, Dumbledore? And she says, no, it's somebody else. But I don't want to have to deal with Dolores, so... You're not likely to cover for me, so... Mm -hmm. And then she says, the second thing I want is information about Daphne Greengrass. What she has against you-know-who and why. And Snape, you know, for all of what we've always thought about Snape, he's always been loyal to his house. And he isn't going to tell her anything. I can't tell you that. If she wants you to know, she can tell you. Mm -hmm. But... She does. He does share a few things. Things about her personally. She can say, you know, she's an excellent potion student. Her marks in the other classes are fairly good, except for arithmancy. She can't seem to quite get that. Most of the people like her, except those in her actual year. And she seems to be friends with Susan Bones some of the time. It's a little bit hard for them to get together because they're not in the same house. Mm-hmm. And I love the reason wh- why everyone else seems to like her. But the fifth year's internal politics. Yes. I mean, because just thinking about it from canon perspective, it seems like everything happens to Harry's year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and you just have to wonder what everyone else thinks about this. All the older students and all the young, really the older students more so than the younger. Right. And it's like, oh, we're, we're at Hogwarts having a jolly time, learning our spells, living our lives. And then these kids. And then Draco Malfoy and Harry Potter showed up. (laughs) And everything went to, oh boy. Everything went downhill (laughs) after that. So, well, Pansy, you know, has a thing for Draco. 
And mm-hmm. so, well, first of all, Miss Greengrass insulted Pansy in the train the first year. And a train ride. It just it gets you all sorts of trouble. Does, well, that's where, that's where you meet your arch friends. enemies. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that fic where uh, Zachariah Smith is trying really hard for Harry to be his nemesis, and Harry just won't because he doesn't yeah. think it makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah. And Pansy's trying to come up with all these reasons to alienate her, and the last one is that she's in love with Harry Potter, and Minerva chokes on her teeth. <laughs> what? And so, basically, Draco was providing a rather entertaining analysis of Potter's mental state, and Green, Miss Greengrass commented that Potter wouldn't say anything about the Dark Lords unless he thought it was true. And Miss Parkinson asked, so you're in love with Harry Potter, are you? And of course, uh, Daphne sarcastically said, well, yes. And Pansy thought it was true because she doesn't understand sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is why she was fluttering around with the Witch Weekly issue with Harry Potter on it. Mm-hmm. And then, and- okay, so that's what's going on with the girls. What about Draco? So, and then Snape just is like, I don't want to be having this conversation. I don't want this at all. The other reason that Pansy has been needling Daphne a lot lately, because um, she had been sort of calming down a bit, but then Daphne had the coming back from the summer makeover that shows up in a lot of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so she had her Draco is makeover? paying her too much yes. attention now. <laughs> yes. So Draco... And, and now we have this vicious circle because Pansy sees Draco as paying attention to Daphne and then he, they feel guilty and they, yeah, it's this triangle thing going on now. It's just terrible. Yeah. He, he feels guilty because he's got Pansy. I think I got it. I think okay, I got you it. Say it. Okay. So Draco sees Pansy's harassment of, of Daphne. Mm-hmm. Draco feels guilty about his crush on her. Increases his harassment of Daphne. Right. Pansy think, sees this as, oh, he likes her. Right. Which makes her more jealous, which makes Draco more guilty, and so on and so forth until Daphne's head explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Snape wants to know what, why she has a sudden interest in ring goes the bell and she's saved by the bell. <laughs> mm-hmm. At 11 a.m., she goes back to her trans- transfiguration classroom. And she walks in and she has eight fifth-year students waiting patiently and quietly for her. Eight students. That's not very many. I don't get how, how scheduling works at this school. No, not it at all. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Uh-uh. But that's okay. But yes, she's, This is apparently just the Gryffindors. So there's, you know, Harry, Ron, Hermione, mm-hmm. Dean, Seamus, and Lavender, yep. and Parvati. And it's a double Neville. class. So that's, yeah, it's, it's all, all the ones we actually know exist. Mm-hmm. So she has 90 whole Dolores free minutes. Pure bliss. <sighs> and then Harry asks, what was that, Professor? Nothing, Nothing Potter. Potter. Move on. <laughs> Nothing at all. Yeah. He did as he was instructed. But she was, but she was sure she saw a glimmer of a knowing smile cross his face. Damn, she was going to have to get herself a gag. I don't think that would help. <laughs> no, probably no. not. Well, it depends. If she could put the gag on Dolores, it might help. <laughs> mm. I, yeah, that would help. Mm-hmm. Ex- except for the problem that Dolores would be fighting you tooth and nail and try and bite you as you apply it. Yeah, probably. Ew, toad bite. Could you just see it? The two of them and their 
in their animagus. Well, Minerva has her cat, but, and then I'm thinking of, of Umbridge's cat Patronus. Mm-hmm. So if Umbridge was also an animagus, could you see that cat fight? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't watch. be. A, it would, wouldn't be a fight. It'd be a massacre. It would be. I wonder which side Mrs. Norris would come down on. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm Ooh. probably on Umbridge's because she would be loyal to her master, and she likes Umbridge. Mm. Minerva could take them both. Yeah. Yeah. Or she could get Crookshanks to help. There you go. <laughs> he could just go in and sit on her, squish her like a toad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, he could just go sit on Mrs. Norris. Mm, there you go. Because. Because, honestly, I think he would know better than to get in the way of Minerva and bringing Umbridge down a few pegs. Yeah, and she needs to be brought down a few pegs. Definitely. Yep. So So that is the end of the morning. Mm-hmm. And then chapter two is noon, and chapter three is night. Yes. Chapter two runs from 12.32 p.m. through 5.56 p.m., and chapter three runs from, let's see, 6.48 to... Lots of stuff happens at the night, apparently, to 11.59. So they really do go through the entire day. Yep. From 6.30 6 through to midnight. And she'd already right. been up at 2 the night before. <laughs> wow. She's going to be keeping, one tired teacher. She's keeping college kid hours is what she's doing. Mm, that's true, actually. She needs to hit Poppy up for some pepper up potion. Wake herself up. But I... I just liked this. I, we're just doing one chapter at a time because they're over an hour long in the text reader, and we weren't sure how long it would take to get through it. But it's just a lot of fun. It's great fun watching the teachers reacting with Umbridge. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Or reacting against Umbridge, maybe, is a better way to say it. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, you feel sorry for Minerva because she's just having a day already, and it's, it hasn't even hardly started. But at the same time, you know, she's helped Peeves break the water main, and she's <laughs> she's, she's aided and abetted with the by not doing anything about the ice skating rink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's, and she's uh, explained how, to the Gryffindors how to better use their skyving snack boxes. <laughs> to she's taken Dolores nuts. She's taken a few Slytherins down a peg mm-hmm. and put a couple Slytherins up a peg. That's true. Well, at least one, Daphne. Mm-hmm. And she silently applauded Hermione and Ron for standing up to the old toad. And she got ex- she got extortion material on Snape. <laughs> Which was awesome. Yes. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. And it is beautiful and it is glorious. <laughs> it is, this would be it a is. fun master fix. Oh, it, it would, would be. be. We should do it. We're the, I'm releasing our 200th episode. Um, in a week or so. I just finished it. It's up on the FTP. But it would be fun to do another Masterfic, at least part of one. And this would be a good one to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should make. There are a number of characters, though, so it might be. I don't know. We'll see. We could do. Because it's got all all of the different teachers have at least a few lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we couldn't do the whole thing, but we could pick out some. Some yeah, parts. we could do some scenes, maybe. You could do the the uh, staff room <laughs> scenes. The two staff room scenes would be perfect. At least the, the, the drunk Trelawney one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and the first one, because it has all the different teachers, and they're making fun of Dolores, so that one would be fun, too. Mm-hmm. We, should, we should play with it. That would be fun. And, yeah, so... You'll have to tune in next time for the second one, but we hope that you read ahead and enjoy yourselves. Have a good giggle. We sure did as we read through this first one. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm Definitely. sure we did as we read through the second one too, but I haven't reread yes. it the second As time a yet. teaser for the second chapter, the first thing to happen is the results of Peeves' machinations. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of uh, the oars that I just listened to what, with uh, Nigel bursting the pipes and all. <laughs> Shame on Nigel. I feel sorry for poor Eve. She was throwing up for part of the. <laughs> Yeah, it's those nausea spells. They're just nasty. Mm, it's going to be fun. It was a fun one. We need to catch up on those. Yeah, well, we just released one last night, and it's one of the funnier ones, so you should you should give it a mm-hmm. listen. Because I'm Bob has decided it. they should do British accents of some sort now. Oh, and, uh, no. They wander no. a little bit, let's say. Uh, no. I a little? Wander. I wander a lot. Mm-hmm. I go from German to French to... <laughs> I go from German to... Something or other, none. I'm not sure what kind of none I am. But I remind mm-hmm. poor yep, Ryan. She's Irish at one point. And it goes all over I'm, the place. Uh, from the so USA at some point. So you gave mm-hmm. Ryan yeah, flashbacks. Won the South at one point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Danielle's really good, though, because Danielle does Sadie from uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour, and so she's got a great accent. And all Ryan mm-hmm. can do is Doctor Who. <laughs> Which is really not in the accent that he thinks he's trying to do anyway. No, not at all. Oh, yeah. I, will I was sure really I tempted when I was that editing that plane. part to cut in, but uh, I didn't. <laughs> you should listen to it on the plane. And I will not when, listen to it on the plane. And when people want to know why you're laughing hysterically, you can send them to Potterfic Weekly. No! <laughs> I would be a, a nuisance. I would get talked to by flight attendants for being a nuisance. Never. I would be more of a nuisance than the small children that would be on the plane. <laughs> Probably. Yes. Well, I'm so. sure the people at the bus stop had fun with me listening to it, but that's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> hey. I couldn't listen to it on the bus because the bus itself was too noisy, so I had to turn it off again. But mm-hmm. Oh, well. But it's fun, and so is this. So we hope that you give it a read and tune in next time for us as we review The Afternoon by Twisted Biscuits, Just a Random Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we will see you then. Bye. Bye. Good night, Bye. everybody.